In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, listeners. Hi, it's Jeff Zimfer. Of course it is. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And we're going to get right into it on this one because I'm sharing with you an inside look. We're peeling back the curtain. I'm taking you behind the scenes, behind the velvet rope, VIP backstage pass into a conversation that we had recently with a small group, my VIP loan officer group, uh, where we get together uh, every single week and we have some small group coaching calls. Um, and we also oftentimes bring in a special guest to do a deep dive on a particular topic. And uh, this recording you're going to hear was from a recent conversation we had in that small, exclusive, private group of elite loan officers. Um, and we brought my special guest, Michelle Castle, to the conversation, who is a rock star loan officer and human being out of Sherman, Texas, who has already exceeded uh, over 300 loans funded this year, year to date, 2020. Um, and we have a deep dive about how she gets real estate agent engagement. I know it's not sexy, bright, shiny object, Facebook ads, digital marketing, and all that, although we do talk about that because um, I'm going to start using a new term. It's called hybrid loan officer. Right or hybrid mortgage professional. You may have heard it before, but what I'm referring to there is the intelligent loan officer who recognizes the value of combining the online with offline. Um, and that is the community that I speak to. And if you are listening to me, you're probably a believer in that same approach to your business, which is uh, we leverage the online to drive offline conversations and vice versa. And of course, um, one of the ways that uh, I primarily do that is leading with an educational platform, um, pouring into real estate agents by teaching classes virtually and in person. And Michelle Castle just happens to be a huge advocate of that as well. In addition to having a private Facebook group of real estate agents that she has, I don't know, over 300 agents in there right now. Um, and so she gets significant engagement and business from her Facebook group, from her series of classes and so forth that you're, you're going to hear about. And so look, if, if you find this intriguing, this conversation, or the concept of combining the online and offline, being a hybrid loan officer, leveraging an educational platform to build some brand awareness, attract agents instead of chase, never cold call again, have a predictable system for building your agent referrals every single month like clockwork, and you want to learn more, hey, go check out the short video I put up over at mortgagemarketing.pro. Mortgagemarketing.pro, you can check that out and that will give you some more details. Um, but just know that this conversation you're hearing today uh, is 
a glimpse, a look inside, as I said, to one of the many member benefits that you get with a deep dive with special elite guests like Michelle, only for our small group uh, that meets once a week. So, and of course, if you've got more questions, reach out to me. You know how to reach me on the Facebooks or email me, podcast at Mortgage Marketing Radio. So that's it. Without further ado, let's get into this week's special behind the scenes private recording. Let's go. Without further ado, let's welcome our special guest, Michelle Castle. Woo! <laughs> Hi. Thank you for so, being here. So I want you guys to feel very um, free to ask any questions as we go. Stop me. I want this to be very interactive. I'm going to share some screens and just kind of talk through what I've been doing for the past uh, really nine years to stay connected to people. Because when it's all said and done, mortgage loans is the product. My service is the product, but really we're still in a people business and people can do, they, they can go buy my product anywhere. What they can't do is buy me. So people choose to do business with me and, um, and, be, it, and so social has been a big part of that connection piece for me. And let, so me, many, let, yeah. let me set this up for, for the audience, by the way, just real okay. quick, because uh, you and I kind of touched on this before the, today's call is that um, most of you here should have heard the podcast that I did with Michelle already. So I don't want this to be a duplicate of that, right? Um, you know that she pivoted her business a while back and led with educational classes and is doing them on Zoom now. Um, so I want you guys to ha have your questions to ask for sure. Um, my focus, Michelle knows this, is I, I want to spend, well, you guys are gonna drive the call, but I also wanna make sure that we cover how she's leveraging her private Facebook group of realtors. Because if I'm correct, Michelle, you have over 400 in there? And the private, uh, yeah, yeah, I think they, uh, I think, I think <laughs> that's right. what somebody on your team, that's yeah. what somebody told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that that's right. I hadn't looked at the, the, yeah. Yeah, it's not about the numbers, anyways, but, yeah. but anyway, you're leveraging that obviously in a very successful, engaging way. So I don't want to do the talking. I want you all here, our members, you, you guys are never a quiet bunch. So I want you to, if you've got a question, put it in the chat because mm -hmm. I want to cue it up and then I'll unmute you um, uh, so we can have a deeper dialogue as Michelle answers that question. So whatever your questions are for, uh, Michelle, put them in. Uh, and then as the questions come in, Michelle, I'll feed them to you. But go ahead. I know you had some content you wanted to share. Yeah. Yeah. So so the, the big thing for me, like Jeff was talking about, I shifted my business to education. I like I like educating and, and, and knowledge is power. As an example, yesterday, um, I was reminding the agents of, of the importance of educating their clients on tax statements. For Texas, tax statements are coming out this time of year. But what does that really mean? And what do they need to do to engage in their client database? That's the education piece of what I bring. That's the value that I bring to the real estate agents um, on an ongoing basis. So what, but what I tried to put together uh, two years ago was leveraging that education so that I had an audience that stayed with me for se uh, segments, so class segments, because we all know that, that a relationship is built over time. And if I could catch their attention and educate them over a period of time, then I could um, earn that, that, that trust with them. It builds a relationship. And then they see me as someone in authority whenever I'm teaching those classes. So how was I able to connect to all of these agents? Well, I created a, fa a, a private Facebook group. 
And that's how I'm able to feed education to them as we go, but also promote the events that I have available to teach them how to run their business like a business, teach them the different loan products that are available, teach them um, how and when to communicate to their database, how to build a database, all of those things that they're not tip. Yeah. And let's go people with your questions. So how do you teach them though? I want to get real specific in terms okay. of how you, how you show up in the group. How do you par- impart that information to them? I'm going to actually share screen just because I think the easiest way for me to show it is for mm-hmm. you to actually see it and yeah, me explain ahead. what I do and why I do and how I do it. Okay. Does that work? hundred percent. Love it. Okay. Let's do it that way. We're all um, visual. We want to see it, right? <laughs> absolutely. So, and I'm still, you guys have to know, I, with Facebook and any, any other platform that you're using, because they change their rules and their algorithms change and people change and their behaviors change, I'm constantly having to change up what I'm doing in this group. And I'll just give you some examples in just a little bit. So what I'm going to go over with you guys, it works for me, take and pick what you want to try to use for yourself. Be, and then just know and understand, you, you, you've got to change with the times, you've got to change with the rules and the algorithms put in place. But this is, this is my group right here. Mm-hmm. Texoma, I'm in North Texas, so Texas and Oklahoma is right here together, and Texoma is just kind of what we, we call our community. And so I have this specifically called Texoma because I wanted it to be more of a close-knit group. That doesn't mean that people from other parts of the state and other parts of the country aren't in the group, but that's my focus. My focus is community because I am community. So I say that to, for you guys, and and you can do it however you want to do it, but I think that it's really important that you know and understand your target audience. And for me, my target audience is my small community real estate agents. And then others that end up in the group, that's great, but that doesn't, that, I mean, I'm not excluding them, but I'm speaking to my So do you have like small business owners, for example, in there? No, this is all realtors. Okay, so it's exclusively realtors. Exclusively realtors. Okay, got it. And I have been very careful not to even allow other affiliates in here. Mm. What about your partner affiliates, people you you go to team for title escrow? No? No, um, and I've gone back and forth about that because I don't want this to be, this is all about education and inspiration and really providing them a safe place to go to exchange information and for me to educate them. I think that's a good point, by the way, safe place to know that they're all like, you know what I mean? Just realtors and it's a different conversation than if you have business owners or insurance people in there and all that stuff. It's a different vibe. So I love that you said safe place. They can kind yeah. of be themselves. And, and I make sure that everybody is where this is a secret group, which to Facebook means that the only people that can see the comments, the only people who can see that the group is even available are people that are invited mm. and people that I allow into the group. Mm-hmm. And whatever comments are shared in this group does not get seen by anybody outside the group. Okay. Awesome. So, I mean, it's not Snapchat chat, say, but, you know, neither is Snapchat. You know, you just do a screenshot. Sure, sure. So, um, but you see right here, I have three people that want to join this group. They're not realtors. 
And so I just, I need to sit in there. I need to send them a message and just let them know this is a private group, but this is, this is the owner of a sign company. And well, this, mm -hmm. let me ask you this while, while I'm thinking of it. Uh, looks like you have questions for the group as well before they can come in. I, I sure do. I yeah. have the rules and I have the questions for the group. So my right. questions are, mm -hmm. um, I can't even remember how I set that up. I didn't, I did that not long ago. I, I, uh, and listen, there's a lot of grace flowing here because all this is on the spot and this isn't your, you're not a professional Facebook group runner, you know, so right. I get it. Um, you've got, let me just ask you this. What are you trying to accomplish with the questions? Um, what are you trying My, to, the, the purpose for those questions just was to make it clear that it, this was a realtor group. So my, one of my first questions is, are you a licensed real estate in the state of Texas? Okay. So, um, by the way, do you have a policy on if they don't answer the questions, do you usually message them and say, Hey, you need to answer these questions? I haven't had them not answer the questions, but I okay. have those three pending requests that I need to get back to them and let them know why I haven't let them in the group. Yep. Okay. Um, and to build the audience in that group, let me go back to, I've got to go back to the, um, mm -hmm. go to discussion. Oh. Discussion. That's right. Yep. Um, the I to build the audience of the group. Every so often, I'll post something in here to remind them that. Um, All right, you're flying too fast. <laughs> well, no, I'm specifically looking for some. Okay. I'll well, slow down in a second. First of all, it looks like you're how active. How often are you in the group? Okay. Well, let's just. That's a. That's why I could have slowed down this. The the scan for that. It looks. It looks fairly uh, often once a uh, week three I, times a week uh it, I, my goal is once a day once a day okay but this is a great example of how this is used you see that mm -hmm. who has a really good make ready house cleaner you talk is that like for listings or something that a real estate agent posted that in there i don't know what she oh. means <laughs> okay <laughs> that's how they use this group this is yes. their go-to for all of this information right they're asking questions help who do you know how do you do this mm. what does uh, that go back for, to virtual lending well, i want to see what that is virtual lending is that a class you're doing that's a class that i just did last the earlier this week yes what is what is that all about virtual lending uh, when, uh, so in that class, we just talked about the, really the age of the industry and how much it's accelerated in the last six months in the digital world. Mm -hmm. And that so, you do over Zoom? Zoom, DocuSign, um, the appraisal process has even changed. We've got some more changes coming down the pipe from Freddie Mac, which I'm sure Fannie will follow where we're using drones and MLS pictures instead of, um, in, uh, inspe property inspections. Mm -hmm. Um, just all of the changes is what we went over. By the way, let's, let's pause right there. So okay. that is your promo piece basically for the, um, class you were doing. Correct. Those classes that I'm doing, I'm promoting them on Facebook, mm -hmm. but I created the event in Eventbrite and have Eventbrite tied to Facebook so they can click on the link, buy their tickets. And I'm doing these classes on Zoom and in person at the same time. All right, explain that. What does that mean, Zoom and in person at the same time? I'm doing a Zoom call where they can attend and get their CE credits by Zoom. 
-hmm. but I also have a live audience I'm doing the class in front of. Like in a conference room or something? Uh, yeah, the real, I do these at the Realtor Association. They're sponsored by our Realtor Association. So in Texas, the whole social distancing, that's kind of gone away now. People are showing up. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's okay. Having them, one of our members, uh, Kenny, did it in Florida. He had 16 agents show up. Yeah. Yeah, so last week was our first one, and there were three people, and this week there were six. And the way the room's just set up is there's just a lot of distance in between, and, um, you know, nobody's grouping together and having conversations and shaking hands. Mm. Um, who here would like to know Michelle's promotion strategy for classes, be it in person or live? Okay, Janine would like to know. Liz, okay. okay. All right, there we go, we got some hands. Okay. So take me through, you know, how you get butts in seats. Okay, well, number one, I, I do these, like I said, in series so that the momentum builds over time, right? Mm -hmm. So if um, I, I'm promoting this journey to success and I go ahead and put out there, pardon the typos, um, <laughs> I go ahead and put out there what I'm doing on each day for the eight week series. So this is a flyer. So this is a flyer that gets promoted digitally. And when I say digitally, I'm doing bomb bomb videos and getting the information out there to all of my real estate agents through bomb bomb. And because I'm providing this virtual, anybody anywhere can attend these classes. All right, let me, let me you know my style. I'm so you're putting a link in the bomb bomb to register for the class? Putting a link in the bomb bomb to the Eventbrite to register for the class. Um, and this, you're involved with your realtor association. Are they helping you promote this? This they, they, it goes out in their newsletter. Yes. It does okay. Yeah. Are you are you printing any flyers? I am not. Okay. And then I have the so the flyer goes out several weeks in advance um, by email. Through bomb bomb video with bomb bomb videos for several weeks in advance, once a week on Fridays. That's but my my realtors are used to. I communicate with them on Friday through bomb bomb every single week, so they know what's coming up. And I think consistency is key. Uh, when so you say every, you communicate every Friday on bomb bomb, is that related to the classes or something else? Anything I have to share, I am always educating on something on Fridays through bomb bomb to the realtors. So that's not your status updates. That's an educational piece. That's educational piece. Okay, got it. And most of the time, my educational pieces are more tied to, hey, this is a great conversation for you to be having with your customers next week. This is what the conversation sounds like. Please reach out to your customers and have this conversation. If you have any questions on how to have this conversation, call me. <laughs> any idea what would be an example of like? Those, like those tax statements. This Friday, um, being today, I've already recorded the video. I just explain to the to the agents hey listen every one of your customers if they own a home they're about to get a property tax statement which means if they have an escrow account they really need to be paying attention to how much their taxes might have changed this year and if their taxes have changed this is the conversation you need to have with them in regards to how that change might affect their mortgage payment they need to pay attention now and either write a check or be ready for an increase in their payment when escrows are, in, are analyzed in February. Mm -hmm. And then I show them how to calculate, you know, that the payment increase 
And then I always put the content of the video down below the bomb bomb video, just in case they only click on and listen to two seconds of my video, they still get the information. What, like a PDF or something? No, I just, just content. Mm, oh, just a type like text. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay, yeah. I see if they prefer to read. Yeah, because yeah. because not everybody clicks that animated GIF over. Right, um, exactly. Okay. Or they'll click on and click off. Or they'll click on and have the silent on zero. I mean, the <laughs> audio down. So you're doing a series. Obviously, you're giving CE credits for that, for this. Um, these, are, of course, you've gotten these classes approved by your state to do that. Um, when somebody registers for the, for the series, it's a one time and they're registered for the whole thing? They can. They can register for all the classes or just one. They can pick and choose or they can register for all at, all at the same time. Okay. And if they're doing it for CE, of course, by law, I have to charge. Right. So they go ahead and pay while they register. If they're attending the class just for the content, then it's free. Meaning if they don't want CE credits. Correct. All right. So Liz Reese asks a question. How long is each class? One hour. Okay. Is it just you all the time or? Yes. Okay. But let me tell you one, well, I say that this series will be me the entire time, but let me tell you something that's super uh, popular is uh, having your title companies come in and explain how to read a title commitment. And then the other series that is super popular is having an appraiser come in and explain how they do their grids. Uh, their grids. Okay. Lost me on that one. Well, they're comparable. <laughs> they're sales comparable. Oh, comps. Is in Texas you call them grids or what? Yeah. Well, I'm old, <laughs> I'm old school. So some of the stuff I call, well, you're old school too, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah it's, been, it's been the, the grids for me for a long time. Yeah. Okay. All but right. So, the, so finally people are greasing their question muscles here. So uh, Liz LaFour, do you teach these inside your group or totally separate? I teach them separate promote in the group. But we talked earlier, are, are, I don't know if Liz is asking the question, unmute yourself if you want, Liz. Uh, um, streaming, are you streaming these inside your group? I haven't been, so what I've been doing is I have been recording them and uploading them onto my YouTube. So on my YouTube channel, I have a whole playlist of all of these classes. What does that mean, a recording of you teaching them? Yes. Okay. And do agents so I go have my own playlist of all of the recordings of all of the classes that I've taught. So if they missed it, of course they can't get CE credit because they weren't present. Mm -hmm. They can still get the content and I provide and post the link to the classes in the group and I also email it out. So you're not reposting the, the, the session in the Facebook group, it's going on YouTube. Correct. Mm. Now, one thing that I'm considering that will be totally different this year, uh, I mean, for spring, I'm considering doing StreamYard in the mm -hmm. group and posting homework assignments as units in the group and making it more of an education platform that's interactive. Mm -hmm. yep. I think that's my next level for spring of next year. Yeah. Because every year, I'm, I mean, every, I do this in the spring and I do it in the fall. And I try to next level each time I do it. Next level this time was to provide the classes in person and virtual at the same time, which has presented its own challenges because I have my, my camera for, for the streaming and mm -hmm. then I have my camera for the recording 
plus I have my audience in person and I have an audience on screen. So yeah. it's four different devices that I'm trying to make sure I engage and talk to. Right. That's challenging. Yeah. Hmm. It is. I would not attempt that if you've not done these classes before. Right. All right, let's uh, okay. let's keep go, keep going rapid fire. By the way, we're seeing your desktop right now, so I don't know if you want to. Um, yeah, to share I was I was trying to figure out how to get back to my. Um, here we go. Okay, all right. So I promote. So to answer your question, I promote it here. You see the 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 link uh -huh. to Eventbrite yep. right here. Right. So they can click to the Eventbrite, and it'll show them the whole series, and they can sign up however they choose to sign up. Here they are. See. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, click click one of those classes because I, I have this is for me and we, I know we've gone back and forth in the group a little bit on Eventbrite because when we were doing in person we used Eventbrite like crazy um, and, and this is more of a technical question so and of course I've not prepped you for this um, but if you're doing it over Zoom uh, do you have any do you have the integration set up with Eventbrite and Zoom or how are you getting them the Zoom link? No the Zoom link comes to them I'm trying email. to think, how did we do that? We, we give them the link when they do the confirmation, they get the link and I think it puts it on their calendar then. Yeah, that, Brandy's in my office and, and she's, she's done the reservation this way. So the confirmation has the Zoom link when it adds it to your calendar. Yeah, so. Let's see, let's see, let's just do uh, it. No, I get what you're saying is you, you, you have an automated responder that goes out of Eventbrite that, that confirms their reservation and in there you have the Zoom link. Yeah. Yes. My, my concern, if you will, and we're just talking this out real time right. here with that is that's another link to click. They're not, they're not technically reserved on Zoom unless they click that link. <clears throat> they're, they're, they're not unless you have an integration built up. Okay, all right, they're, okay. They're, they're, they're so your piece of advice is to integrate. Yeah, and that's not, that's not our conversation here, right? You and I can grab it offline. Right. Um, but in, in my case, in a lot of cases, what I'm doing is taking event, if it's a virtual class only, I'm taking Eventbrite out of the loop uh, for that reason, primarily. And um, then going just to event right here. Going and straight to a, Zoom. Okay, all right, yep. there you go. Now, I, I, you know, this is again, just kind of a personal preference, but I'm thinking from the consumer's right standpoint, it's like they still don't have the link. It's in that email. They have to see it. Now they have to click it. It's like, how, I mean, do you care? Do, do you like to see the reservations on Zoom? How many people have actually reserved on Zoom? I don't, I don't care about reservations. I'm going to show up the same regardless. Ooh, look at that. That's a power play I mean, there, people. It, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's two or, or 20. Let me ask while I got the group here, how many of you want to be able to see how many people have reserved on Zoom by a show of hands? Come on, I can't see the camera. Here we go. Hold them up high. Hold them up high. So Jonathan doesn't care. Carrie wants to see it. Janine, yes. Uh, would you say Liz Reese? Liz no, says and, she didn't care. She, and, and, and by the way, guys, I'm asking this question because it's relevant to this other stuff that I'm building out with all the automation and reminders and jazz. So it's good for so me to know this. Why, why do you think that it matters? Well, do you want to pull reports on who attended? I want to pull reports after the fact, yes. Right. So how do you do that if they, if you don't have everybody reserved on Zoom? Well, Eventbrite? Well, my accountability has just been the recording. I mean, I have everybody on the Zoom call because this is for CE anyway. They have mm -hmm. to sign in with all of their C, you know, with all of their information on their email. But yeah. the follow-up system itself, um, 
I've been using Eventbrite mm -hmm. to capture them, to put them in my CRM and do my follow-up afterwards. Because at the end of the day, you and I've talked about this. This is my, this is my casting the net. Yes. And for realtor relationships, this is how I build relationships and determine who might be a good fit for me to do business okay. with in the future. All right. I so, love that. I love that transition. I've yeah. got to kind of play ringleader here and control this because we're yes. limited time here. So yeah. thank you for the technical conversation. If you want to get together, you and me afterwards to dive deeper on that, we will. Yeah. I'll tell you some of the stuff I'm doing. Anyway, okay. members, thank you for chiming in. But you said um, this is your wide net strategy to decide who's worth working with or not. I want to I want to talk about that. How okay. do you use this? How do you vet them out? How do you go from wide to narrow? So once once I once I have them attending and I typically at the end of every class, I make sure that they know how to reach out to me for a one on one coaching session, which is how um, I just give them my Calendly link. Got it. And I have a coaching session specifically for that. And it's Love either it. business strategy or marketing strategy. And they can pick from one of the two. Is it 30 minutes or? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. So if they are a good fit for me, then they're going to want to take it to the next level and talk business and marketing strategy by the second session that we do together. Now, if I find someone in the class and I look them up because let's face it, we all stalk each other, right? <laughs> and so if I stalk that person and I know what their business is like, and I think from a personality standpoint that they would be a good fit, then mm -hmm. I'll reach out to them and, and start that conversation. Mm -hmm. But I, for, for me, what's super important is someone who is okay with working with my team and does not have to work with me one-on-one -on -one because they're not gonna get me one-on-one. -on -one. The agent will get me one-on-one -on -one whenever it comes to coaching and business strategies and, and all of that. But I'm not going to be the one that they're talking to, to structure a contract. I'm not going to be the one that they're talking to whenever they need to, um, you know, go over a pre-approval. It's going to be my team. Mm -hmm. So, so anyone working with me has to be comfortable with working with my team. And part of that though, my job as a team leader is for people to love and trust my team. Yep. which means I got to let them get to know my team. Okay. So, and that usually, I mean, that starts again, remember this, I've been focusing on my community of realtors who can come into my office and see how my systems and my processes work because mm -hmm. we're very relational, but we also are very um, systematic in the way we do our transactions from lead to, you know, following up for years from now. Yeah. All right. So, um, as far as questions, let me jump back into some of the questions yeah. we, we're, we're getting here. Um, Liz was asking a question about your YouTube videos. Are you editing those or just directly uploading those? So I am downloading them to, or uploading them into We, doing a little bit of editing only to take out any, you know, extra and then uploading them straight to YouTube. So I'm not- You say We, you're talking about We video? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Are you, are you editing front and back end at all or just leaving it as is no fancy intros or nothing? We started putting some intros in. You did. Okay. Just because it a I'm more polished. Could, well, that in my compliance department. Oh, that's right. Let's not forget them. Little disclaimers, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to start, I mean, if you start doing stuff like this, your compliance department's going to notice and you better have your compliance stuff on there. Yeah. Um, another question from, uh, from Liz, uh, she gets the award for uh, champion questions. <laughs> most questions asked so far special gift coming your way um prior to your team 
you didn't have a big team, you didn't, you know what I mean? What would be your process of moving, right? Of driving the conversations and moving agents forward or not? Would you take um, them and have a one, like you said, you're doing the coaching call one-on-one. -on -one. You're, you're still doing the one-on-one. -on -one. It's still the same thing. Even if you're an individual, you still, you guys, let's just face it. Realtors in, most realtors do in one year what you do in one month. Transactions. Transactions. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't discount what you can bring to the table and helping people come up with ways to be more organized in their business, um, how to better understand the mortgage process so they can sell better, how to understand whenever they're looking at properties, what will and will not work. I mean, like, just don't discount. You don't need a big team to be coaching your agents. And they need that now more than ever because times are changing. And I think we do a better job of staying on top of those changes. So I would still have one-on-ones regardless of the size and make sure they're good fit for you personality wise. So you have the one-on-one -on -one and then you uh, do what? Put them in a group, put them in the group. Um, as far as for follow-up. Yeah. yeah. Once, What's once next I steps? have a one-on-one -on -one with them and it looks like it's going to be a good fit. I rate my agents A, B, and C. So if it's an agent that I've never done business with before, but I think is super cool, then I'll put them in a C group and we'll be staying in touch with them. Of course, I've got my drip campaigns built out. I'll be following up with them once a week with the drip campaign emails, but they'll also get my video once a, once a week with some kind of tips and tricks. So they're going to get mm -hmm. used to seeing my face. I'm going to put them in this Facebook group so that again, they see who I am and what I have to offer. And then they are also going to get a phone call. I mean, we check in with our agents and go over any of the referrals they've sent our way or just check in on them once a week. And for us, it's Tuesdays. Tuesdays is our check-in with our agents. So you mentioned that is if you haven't worked with an agent before, you think they're cool, they're a C player. How do they get to B and A? Um, by the number of transactions they send to me okay. or whenever I do their personal business and they send me business. Okay. Got I mean, so many of my realtors, I do their personal loans. So, I mean, they're automatically, and yeah. I don't care if I only do one transaction with them here. Um, so they come out of a class, some schedule one-on-one, -on -one, some don't, right? Correct. They're still um, going to go in my CRM, but I'm not going to love on them the same as someone who is not trying to connect with me. And, and what's the goal of that one-on-one -on -one call, really, after your, one of your classes? Um, listen to how they're running their business right now and find ways that you can support them. What do you most often hear when you're, you know? Most oftentimes, number one, they don't know how to market. Mm -hmm. By the way, let me just pause for them. a second. Does yep. that sound surprising to anybody? Because I think there's a big perception, at least maybe not this group, because we're all like rock stars, but I think there's a big um, perception of loan officers, like of, well, what them, what am I going to teach an agent? They get a lot of training. We got Tom Ferry. We got like all this stuff. That's not your experience, Michelle. No, it's not. Most of them are insecure about how to market. Most of them are insecure about like, if you asked them, Hey, what's your three pillars of business? Where do you get business from? Who's your ideal client? They don't know. Hmm. They don't know. That's a good question right there, people. That's a writer downer. What's your three pillars of business, right? What's your main sources of business? Who's your ideal client? I know I've asked that question a hundred times. It's like, yeah, 
uh, any, who, you know, what do you do? I sell real estate, right? <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. You Wrong sell? answer. Well, and my question to them is, do you like buyers or sellers? Mm. What age group do you like? What type of homes do you like? Do you like rural property or do you like houses in town? Do you like new construction or do you like old? Like all, I mean, there's just, you just ask a lot of questions and listen to answers. Mm -hmm. and, and, then once, and then once you've got, you know, that conversation, you've got some questions, you've taken notes. Is there a different then, or, yeah. Then, then at that point, hey, these, this is awesome, great information. Give me some time to put all of this together and let's reschedule for you to come back in. And I'm going to try to find some ways for, to help support your business, specifically tailored to what your needs are. And any examples of like what that's looked like in the past? Like somebody says, oh, Facebook, I need help with that. So you're bringing ideas about Facebook or whatever they said? Right. Then it's a matter of really looking what are they doing right now? Mm. And what is one or two things that you can implement in your social, in your social game to move mm. the needle? I always just tell people, listen, it's just if, you just if you do one new thing a week, in a year that's 52 new things, right? I can't give you a list of 20 things to do right now because it's not realistic. Yeah. But if, it's, if you just learn one new thing, so, hey, okay, what day, what's one day a week you think you can post consistently? Mm -hmm. And what is your message going to be? And who is your audience? And let's just create that one post. And then you get really good at that one post. And then we can talk about adding a second post. And then we can talk about the engagement that you need to do whenever you're on it. But it's just a step-by-step -step process. But first, you got to find out what their struggles and what their biggest frustrations are. And then you can figure out how to help them. For some folks, it's been a matter of, of connecting them with a, with a company that will do a lot of their posts for them so they can they consistently have the post and all they have to do is watch for the engagement. Because mm -hmm. let's just face it, not everybody is content creators. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't comfortable creating good content, then hire it out and it's not that expensive. So, you know, those are some of the, those are some of the um, strategies that I've had with these, with the agents. Sometimes it's a matter of how many, what, what are you going to make this year? What do you want to make? How are you going to do know, that? What's your average, you know, uh, sales price and really back into the numbers. Okay. Do you want me to tell you how many neat people you need to talk to a week in order to make that amount of money? And then you go into a straight business planning. Yes, exactly. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I was going to mention right now. Um, and relevant to our group and, and us with teaching classes, um, the next class that, you know, we're teeing up to teach is business planning again, right? And so uh, over the last week, I've been going through some edits and making some changes to that. But you people listening, uh, you would be glad to know, and Michelle, I'll give this to you as well, but um, is we now, if you remember from the class from last year, we had a business plan where you fill in the blanks, right? How many calls do you need to make? How many transactions does it equal? Mm -hmm. Now that's actually a PDF that's fillable where, because we're virtual now, right? People can actually have the PDF and fill it in real time and actually have a, a business plan. So it sounds like you're having those kind of conversations. Absolutely. Mm. I'll spend two, two, two of the classes coming up are going to be One's on looking back to move forward. So mm -hmm. really reviewing the, the this year and then deciding how you plan on moving forward. And then the next class is really putting a strategy around it, which will be, you know, what are your three pillars of business? So who's your target audience? How are you going to attract them? What are you going to say? All right. So you've got this system, these classes for bringing in agents, wide net strategy. I've, everybody's here because they came in as a member under that premise. I think they get that. Um, You've got your one-on-one -on -one coaching calls for those who want to take it. Um, Next level. 
next level. People are getting added to your CRM. They're also getting added into your group. Do you do any monitoring or how do you actually, you know, cause there's always the, um, you know, the, uh, the cats or whatever that you got to herd or people that you aren't getting business from. Do you actually pay attention to that or you just kind of let it all take care of itself? I let it all take care of itself. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I'm at a point now where I feel like just through the law of attraction, who needs to be, who needs me at, at, at that time will be attracted to what I have to say. They'll reach out or I'll reach out to them and we'll nurture a relationship. What, so that I just want to be clear. So I have the one-on-one coaching call and then, like you said, you're going to follow up and give them some, some ideas and suggestions. What happens from there? Uh, I'm saying, I mean, if they're a C they're, they're going to get phone calls from us once a week. That just is like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? We're here for you. Yeah. How's your week? What's your biggest struggle? What can we help you with? Is that you making calls or somebody on your team? A combination. Yeah. Right. So it depends. You might see a rising star and know that this person's a producer. So you'll make the, that call perhaps instead. Okay. You ever dig into agent numbers and stuff before you start kind of investing in them? No, no, because um, what I found is some of my best realtors are, were had, they started at zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not used to scouting talent, then numbers matter. I like that scouting talent. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, we're stalking and we're scouting, right? Well, just there's a lot of people that talks about, you know, you should focus your time on people who are doing a minimum of like eight buy sides a year, that kind of stuff. No, some of my, some of my favorite people here, here's the deal. Some of my favorite people that work best with our team send all their friends, all their family, and they just do sphere of influence business, but they're so loyal. They don't shop us. They don't give us a hard time. They're really easy transactions. I would rather have a lot of agents that are, that, that, that know us, love us, trust us, don't ever ask any questions and just do what we need them to do in order to have a successful transaction. I would rather have a handful of those that I've got a call than I would a bunch of high maintenance people that do a ton of business. That doesn't mean that I don't have those big agents. I'm just saying that's not my focus. I'm focusing on people and not numbers. Mm, Interesting. And that I'm sure changes the dynamics of the relationship too. But that is why this community is, is here because it allows me to scale my business and be able to reach more people. Mm, Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I stay connected virtually and have for a long time and I can scale my business. I can scale my sphere of influence because of that. Um, Were you doing in-person realtor besides the classes, any other like appreciation events or stuff like that for realtors? I just did one last week. (laughs) What? It's okay. (laughs) No one's going (laughs) to report you to the CDC. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how'd it go? How, how would you get to show up? How was it? Um, I don't know. What was there about 75 people here? What? Yeah. 75 people? Yeah. Is that right? It, These, who were they? Agents, customers, what? Both? No, I didn't have customers. I just invited um, business partners. Really? Wow. That's nice. What was that but about? It's, a, it's an annual event. We do it okay. outside. It's a backyard barbecue with live bl- blues music and beer. So, you know. Well, I didn't get invited. What the heck? I would have been it, I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't show up for that event, right? right. This year, 
instead of tables and chairs, we had putt-putt golf put outside. So everybody kind of socially distanced themselves while they played putt-putt golf and listened to music, drank beer, and ate barbecue. And yeah. And, and, oh. and that's a, by the way, that's a huge showing. And I'm, I know for a fact that people are craving that human connection face-to-face. Yeah, just do it outside and spread people out. And that's you know, why, and yeah, good. We And we were really careful to serve individual food. It wasn't buffet. It was barbecue sandwiches wrapped up, individual bags of chips, individual cookies already wrapped up, and the beer was in a can and or your water and tea. So, yeah, I mean, they had to do the COVID check-in, and they had to do, we had to check temperatures, and everybody was encouraged to wear masks. And so, I mean, you can, you can do COVID-friendly if your state allows. And I did get permission from the city. The mayor signed off on it, so. Wow. And you know the mayor now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. Uh, all right, so listen, we are almost at the end of our time. Michelle's been very gracious with her time. Um, I wanna make sure you guys, if you've got a pressing question we haven't addressed yet, please put it in the chat. If it's a specific question you want answered, let's not be shy here, right? We're all big boys and girls. Let's ask a very specific question if you want to. Um, Absolutely. But, Hey, I'm very transparent, so you can ask me anything. I don't care. I even yeah. tell on myself when I have parties that maybe other states don't agree with. Um, and then af- if they have any questions afterwards, Jeff, how do you want them to reach me? Um, well, let's, why don't yeah, I invite here, you, right? why don't I, I, I could invite you to our group if you want to, you know, ask questions, answer there. What, do you, what would you guys say if you have more questions for Michelle? Would you want to build a, I mean, you don't want to go through me, right? because that's going to be a bottleneck. So I can put you on our Uh, group, Michelle. Okay, that's fine. Someone was asking about BombBomb. I'd like to be able to download the, okay. Oh, that's um, the Zoom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's Carrie Cobb. She actually is a uh, a formerly she's a reformed real estate agent who's now a loan officer. (laughs) So welcome, yes, welcome to the bright side. But yeah, she uses BombBomb as well uh, to promote her events and stuff. We, as a matter of fact, did a class uh, just yesterday. Uh, was that yesterday? Two days ago? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, so yeah, she's she's pretty much on the same program you're talking about. I love. I yeah. The open rate is phenomenal. Yeah, I'd say. I the first class I did, I used Mailchimp, and I had a 21% open rate. And then I sent the bomb bomb out. Of course, it was Jeff sent me a video to put in the bomb bomb thing, um, you know, generating, I'm doing a book study with this book and oh, I, had 40, I had a 48% open rate with bomb bomb. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. People open, they may not listen to the video, but they'll go ahead and open it up, which is why it's important that you put the content of what you were saying in the video and as text, because mm-hmm. otherwise they may miss the message or yeah. at least make it, we use it in our loan process. Um, also, so, um, you know, one idea that I had explored and I haven't done it yet, and this is, this is, you can tell me that we're out of time and I can't answer, ask this question, but how many, how many people have used rooms? Like if I were to use, I, I thought about having rooms open in my realtor group and having a once a week at the same time, same day, like a happy hour or a Q and A and have like an appraiser on and just have an appraiser Q&A or an underwriter on and have an, an underwriter Q&A. Has anybody tried that? No, but that sounds, that sounds awesome. It's kind of like 
online office hours. I'm here right. for questions, and then I have guests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you for that reminder. You're right, Carrie. That's what people have called it, uh, open office hours. So to your point, Michelle, it's like, yeah, every Wednesday at 1 p.m., right? My office is open, and here's who we have. Come and ask your questions. Yeah. That'd be fun. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Content type calendar, that was the question. Okay, I struggle with mixing posting up content in your Facebook group, Facebook Facebook. Michelle. Do what? Oh, we lost sure? Yeah, let me say it again. Do you have a content calendar for posting in your Facebook group? I do not. Should I? Probably. But I just know that I have events going every single week that I know I need to promote. And then I am always just trying to provide information that's good information for them to provide to their client database or just thought provoking well, stuff. I'm having an internet challenge. Either. Okay, I'm back. Are you there? Um, yep. not, now, not in this group, I don't have a content calendar. On my personal page, I do. Because I have my, um, I'm sharing team information on Monday. So Mondays meet my team. Tuesdays, uh, testimonial. Wednesday is Wednesday wisdom. So I have my content calendar for my personal page. Hmm. You want to see what that looks like? Sure. So, um, oh, you're very uh, active on your personal, that's your personal page. Not, yeah. You're active yeah, there too. Personal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so active. I can't even get you, to my, exactly. Uh, you are super active. That's but you awesome. know what I found is, um, I mean, I, yeah, I've just, but I've just learned. Huh? Let me make it easy. Do you want to, would you be willing to provide uh, your yeah, content I'll just calendar? provide. Yeah, I'll just provide it to you. Just email it to me. Because there actually are templates for each one of them. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, well, that's a very clear, um, you know, learning point right there about how active you actually are. Uh, do you have people posting on your Facebook page for you, your personal? Um, it's a combination. So I do have a VA that's been posting and then I post too. Okay. Have you got done any Facebook lives yet on your personal page? All the time. I do Facebook lives once a week. What, is there a, like a theme or? No. No, you, no. you just ran hi, here I am at Walmart today, what? <laughs> no, so what I, have, what I have found and what I really, so on Mondays I do a Facebook live and it's more finance credit related. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned that the community really enjoys too is when I do Facebook Live showing different things going on in the community. Almost like, you know, uh, who was it? Tom Ferry that said, no, it wasn't Tom Ferry. Be a mayor in your own town. Yeah, Gary that was v, a, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've been just edifying and showing off different things going on in the community and that goes over really well too. So like, Liz LaFore, uh, not to interrupt you, Michelle, but Liz LaFore, yeah. I want you to unmute yourself to clarify. Um, Help me ask this question, the difference between your personal and business. Yeah, so you're using the business page. Well, this is your personal, but it just seems like the templates that you're using, you're using it on your personal page. So what's the difference between that and your business page? It seems like you're kind of just using the personal as your business page. 
I aspect. use them inter I use them interchangeably. So my personal I post I post personal on my business page and I post business on my personal page. I mix it up. I do both. Um because I don't have the same audience on both those pages. And you guys got to remember only, I mean, if you're lucky, 13% of your friends are going to see your post, if you're lucky. And so whatever, if I posted something on my business page and what you guys were seeing a while ago was a group, not a page. Um, I have a business page and I have a personal page and then I have my realtor group. Right. You have to post on all three. And even if you did have the same audience on all three, they are not all going to, they're not going to see all of your posts. That one person is not going to see all of your posts and see that you just duplicated the post because of the algorithms of Facebook. So don't be scared to post the same thing on all three platforms if it's relative and information that people would want to see. This video right here, this was a Facebook Live when I was shopping this Saturday. What I love to do is talk to the store owners that I go to and if, and, and a lot of times I'm in the small town shops, but talk to the store owner and get their story. People love to hear the story of the store owner as to why they came to town or how many yeah. generations their family has owned the business or why they chose our town to put in a business. People love those stories and I do those as just Facebook Lives when I'm just out and about. That's awesome. Totally random off the cuff. You know, shout out to Janelle Davis. She's been doing something similar to that for a while. It's called Love Where You Live. And uh, she's getting thousands of views on her, her Facebook lives and she's featuring local business owners. Mm -hmm. Yep. Digital mayor, like you said. Digital mayor. Uh, hope that helps answer the question, Liz. If not, jump back in. Um, okay, cool. So uh, we're, we were at five minutes before the top of the hour. Hey, people, was this worth it? We want to give Michelle Castle a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle. Appreciate you sharing your content calendar as well. Um, any last words? I mean, I was thinking, how do we end this off on a high note, right? What are you doing? Um, and if somebody's got a question, put it in. But how are you prepping for 2021? Is there anything like any big shifts that you're making or doing differently? Me personally? Yeah. Um, I am. I, I really. So my strategy my my two my two main pillars of business is my database and uh using education to cast a net to find people that you know that are good fit for us from a business standpoint and so my focus for 2021 is to get really good at my gifting to my database and getting really clear about what that looks like when you've got a database as big as, as, as big as you do after being in the business for a while, it's like, man, even if I spend $5 a customer, that's a lot of people. But I'm trying to shift my mindset and really figure out really it's, it, yes, it's a lot of money, but it's also worth a lot of money. So it's really an investment into future business. And so my focus for 2021 is really putting a really good plan together to make my customers feel valued and appreciated and just surprise them with little gifts throughout the year. What does that really look like? Because I, at the end of the day, I shifted my business where before COVID, um, over half of my business was repeat referral and not realtor based. 
And um, I, my goal this year was 55%, which of course we're at 60% because of the refis. But I mm. wanted to be 60% outside of COVID refis. Mm. I want my business to come from people that truly love us and speak so highly of us to anybody that mentions the word house, mortgages, or credit. Mm -hmm. So um, what does that gifting business, uh, what does that gifting program even look like? So you're figuring that out right now. I'm figuring that out. That that's my that's my focus right now for the next 30 days. Yeah, well, I know of a realtor who does something similar where she goes through her database and because you know we have different connections with different customers. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. so the easy thing to approach this first is identify that the top 50 or whatever the number is and be like, remember them? Oh, they were awesome. We love them. And you love on those people first, the whole go where you're celebrated concept instead of tolerated. Mm -hmm. um, and so that might be a, for, for those of you listening, look back on your transactions this past year. And yeah, where are those relationships where you can invest and send them uh, you know, I got this like Halloween cookie jar from somebody just last week and I don't really eat cookies, but what the hell, it was a cool Halloween jar, you know, yeah. again, and by the way, somebody else who did that shared that when the Halloween jar arrived at their house, he got a phone call that day, popped up in the memory. Oh yeah, that's right. I got to call Tim. Right. And yeah. it's all about making an impact. And that's by the way, things Zillow can't do, right. right. They can't do that extra level of personal touch and personal impact. Mm -hmm. Stephanie. I think so Liz and Kenny and I have our little, you know, accountability group on Monday. That's clutch. Um, <laughs> but we've been discussing, you know, we call it. Yeah. Like our wow factors, I guess. Um, we've been looking at, you know, bigger producers and kind of what they do. Um, and so we've started implementing, you know, like I did, I've done all these postcards that are really cool. Like when the loan is pre-qualified, it's like taco about exciting and it's a gift card to Torchy's tacos. Um, our refis are taking 60 days. So I did this cute little, cute little card that just says, you know, thank you while your <laughs> loan approvals. Oh. And then it's, cool. a little, it's a gift card to um, a restaurant. So it just says, you know, enjoy a night of no cooking and cleaning. Um, and then I don't have my giftable in here, but you know, I've, once the loan goes under contract, I'm going to do a small little gift that, that I send to the buyer. And then I do my closing gift. And then I think for Christmas, I'm going to send um, the top past clients, um, Everyday Millionaires. It's a Dave Ramsey guy. I love Dave Ramsey. So um, <clears throat> it's the guy that wrote Retire Inspired, but he wrote Everyday Millionaires. And it's basically an update to um, what is the book, The Millionaire Next Door, something like that. The, yeah. the, but he, they've, done all the research again more recent and so it's all of those statistics and it's really a great book and it's got a lot of like i just thought i would kind of go through and highlight you know where he just keeps saying like you can do it you can do it like anybody can do this and so i thought it would be fun to kind of send a book you know i mean we look at people's finances we know most people are mm. severely in debt and you know they need to get their stuff together so i just think the book is good and it would be cool to just kind of highlight some encouraging words throughout the book. So when they open it, it's just like, you can do it, you can do it. So anyway, yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Love it. Love, love, love. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Hardship. And by the way, regarding it's expensive, you got to do the math on the ROI. To your point, Michelle, if you invest X in your business, we talked about this on a previous call, each loan should have a reinvestment, you know, portion from it back into your business. <clears throat> you know, people, it's a business. So out of every commission you make, how much are you reinvesting back in your biz? I talked about this last time, not last time, a while back on these calls. Um, people laughed at me. I got these business cards. They're $6. 
for, for a thank you card. Some people mm -hmm. looked at me as I was, I was crazy. Hey, $6, right? To invest in some, a relationship that has influence or that can introduce me to somebody is well worth it. So yeah, if you multiply that by 50 people, all right, there's 300 bucks. But if I, you do one loan, you're going to make three grand or whatever, right. you know? Right. Yeah. So, it's mindset. Exactly. All right. We're officially out of time. It's top of the hour. Michelle Castle, so grateful for you uh, as always. Let's connect, stay connected. You know how to reach me. Yo, group, appreciate you being here, participating. You like these? You looking for more? Want more to come? All right, because you're tired of hearing to me, aren't you? <laughs> okay, so listen, business planning class is going to be recorded tomorrow. Um, I'll put the PDF in the group today so you guys can start playing with it, the editable fields and all that kind of jazz. Always take your comments on that, but uh, everybody have a great Friday, great weekend. Appreciate you. See you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.